Hey, 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 what is up, Legendary Closers? Today's episode is a little interesting because I want to talk about value. Everybody's talking about value. Provide value, give value, get paid for value. The more value you provide, the more money you will make. But no one's really teaching you how to provide the value, especially as a Legendary Closer. Closer, salespeople, we're really told to accentuate the benefits and the value. But no one really tells you how to do it the right way. But today on the podcast, I'm going to do that. Here's the real question. How do real closers like us, direct sales, telemarketers, and independents, who refuse to cheat, overpromise, or embellish, who don't rely on discounts and guarantees, but want to close more sales with less effort, how do we build massive incomes, yet at the same time, live life to the fullest? That is the mystery, and in this podcast, we'll uncover the secrets for today's market. My name is John Albert Ferguson, and welcome to Legendary Closer Radio. All right, everybody, super stoked for this episode, as I always am here on Legendary Closer Radio. Today is really special because this takes the pitch out of sales. This is going to literally take the BS, okay, out of selling for a living. Look, let me just kind of give you a backstory. I thought when I first got into sales that the value was in the product, that the product would speak for itself, and that You know, the clients just trust me, right? They came in the door or they called my ad or they opted into my website and they fill out an application and they should already know the value. Like if they're doing that, if they're here, that the product actually just speaks for itself, right? And as a salesperson, we're taught that the features, the benefits, the value is there and You know, for me, I would always find myself having to reach deep. I'd have to reach into the value, reach into the benefits and spend time just fouling it all up, all right? High ticket closers, when we want to make a sale, we're going to stretch those benefits out, right? We're going to stretch the results out a little bit because what we're after isn't to guys anybody isn't to take people for their money it's not to to close them without authenticity but what it is is we want to make the sale but we really haven't been taught how to really show true value to the client to the individual right sure we have a product we have coaching we have services we've got masterminds we've got events we have our products and services that we sell we've got a network marketing businesses but at the end of the day The value that we're being taught to share is the value that someone else believes is the value. Like the value that maybe there isn't much research been done on why that's the valuable or the benefit. Now, there might be physical benefits to it. There may be an actual reward at the end of the day for going to your event or taking your coaching and helping somebody overcome it. But that's not what's going to get somebody to buy. And all we are is just pitchman if we are not helping people overcome value, right? We've got to find a better way to do that. And for me, I struggled with this in the beginning because I just thought, hey, if I gave them more benefits, if I shared more results, or if I just gave in and stretched a little bit, not necessarily the truth, but what the what I felt the benefit was, that it would actually help me. Well, what they want to buy, you know, w- when they come through, then what happens when the cost happens? What if they don't feel value? Like, 
I would do this. I thought that I shared so much value. I I'd actually started coaching people into to trying to purchase, right? And it felt begging. Like I felt that I was sharing so much value that I was offended when they didn't purchase. When they would say things like, you know what? The value's just not there. It costs too much, right? It's too, too high. And I would look at my list of stuff and go, hold on. Were we on the same call? Were, were you just sitting here next to me? Did I not? Hold on. Like I was perplexed right? And I couldn't close sales that way any longer. I couldn't over embellish because I was getting in trouble. And if any of you guys have ever oversold somebody, not because you're trying to take their money and do something wrong, but you're like, look, I got to do something. Like everybody else is making sales. I got to make a sale. I, I, I have to do it. We've made those mistakes. I've made those mistakes. Early on in my sales career, I knew nothing about sales. And so I knew how to tell good stories. I knew how to, to embellish a little bit. And so I stretched the truth. I embellished a little bit. And at the end of the day, that didn't do me any good. It didn't do my clients any good. And it definitely didn't the company that I was working with any good either. All I really wanted to do was find a way to cause a buying frenzy, cause a, a buying reaction with, you know, some really good compelling copy or really build value to, you know, get people to buy from me, to get them to essentially beg to buy from me. <laughs> I wanted them to see the value so much that I didn't have to ask for the money. Like I wanted them to, to see the value so much. So like, oh my gosh, hands down, I'm a lay down, right? We all want that close. We all want that person. I'm here to tell you, if you position value properly, you can get that person every single time. Every single time you talk to somebody, you're going to get the lay down. I wanted that. And I wanted to have conversations where I knew that I was I was sharing it authentically in a way that connected so closely to what their needs were and their desires were that they actually wanted it. Like as a high ticket closer, high ticket sales, we deal in the realm of you know five thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollar product price points for masterminds, for coaching, for mentorships, and. Even in network marketing industries, right now they're going more towards a shift of high ticket where you can buy an entire year's worth of product or year's worth of services, and you're looking at the $5,000 to $10,000 to $25,000 range even. In some of the clients that I have, I'm working with a couple right now that have ranges from about $2,000 to about $53,000. And those are some big price points for somebody getting started in a network marketing business. And so if you cannot produce the value that is over and above the cost to entry, you're not going to get people to buy from you. And then you have to rely on the old school over embellish over promise. And then they end up being under delivered. That is not a way to build a business. That's not a way to be a legendary closer. That's where to get fired. That's a way to be known to be untrustworthy or to be a weak salesperson, weak sauce on the floor. Okay. So what we want to do, what I wanted to do was just kind of discover a better way to offer the products in a way that was just so compelling that they wanted it. Right. Some of the things that I actually always came up against was, you know, I really thought I really believed in the product. Well, let me kind of take the back. Maybe I didn't believe in the product itself because, you know, I didn't own it. I didn't use it. And maybe I didn't really have too much of belief in it, but I believe the the company and I believe the people around me and I believe that the product was a good product, even if I personally wasn't using it. And so early on in my sales career, I didn't necessarily use the products that I was selling. 
And a lot of people I know don't. The people that I work with now, influencers, coaches, network marketers, subject matter experts, they all either created their own products from their own personal experience or their sales teams, though, are typically not users of the product. Like unless it's like a network marketing company, an MLM, even a lot of the coaches and coachings and trainings, even like digital marketing agencies and such, the people that sell for them don't necessarily use the product. They're in the sales team. And so, you know, internally providing value kind of felt dirty, right? You're giving a, an idea of the benefit of the product. And like inside, I just, I didn't know if I was being truthful. Was I maintaining integrity if I was saying these bullet point results that could be had with the benefits and the features of the product? And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I knew that other companies were providing massive marketing campaigns. And I knew that the results of our product that was very similar to theirs may not do the same things that they were claiming their product can do. And I knew that they were over embellishing. I knew that their marketing was out of the way. And our company or our mentor, our guru, they weren't going to have their name muddied in the water, have lawsuits by over embellishing marketing like other people do. And so I was kind of dead in the water. So if marketing wasn't going to change and I didn't own or use the product because I was, you know, the salesperson uh, and it wasn't a network marketing industry. Now, in network marketing industries, yes, I did. I used the product. I purchased it. I used it. And it gave me a lot stronger belief. So that actually helped me in the sales process. And I'm about to talk about some of the things you can do as a salesperson in order to overcome that disbelief in maybe a product that you're selling or not that you disbelieve that it's successful or, or there, but to give an authentic result or benefit knowing that it's true, knowing that you're not just reading off the page, but you can actually have your whole heart and soul into it. And then at the same time that the product itself speaking for itself, th those three things were the ones that, that really handicapped me of being a, a really good tried and true closer. And Along this journey of trying to find a way to get people to quote unquote beg to buy from me and build true value, I find that I, you know, in high ticket sales, it's about relationships and it's about building today's day and age, real authentic relationships. Like in the past, maybe you could throw out a commitment close or you can throw out a porcupine close or you could get the prospect, you know, bantering back and forth and overcome them just by your influence. But today's day and age, there's so much information on the internet. There's so much value out there already. You can do a lot of research even before coming to purchase an item or get into a coaching program or go to an event. And so today's day and age, the products do not speak for themselves. Okay. They don't, they don't, they don't speak for themselves. But how do I show value with results if the product doesn't do it? The marketing's out there, it's attracting people. But if I'm going to sell a 15, 20, or $30,000 product, there's going to be some questions. There needs to be a process. And that takes a high-ticket closer, a professional on the phone, a legendary closer. So how do I deliver what they want? And how do I get them to see the value in the product without having to over-embellish the results? How do I deliver compelling value and position my product as the number one product? Okay. One of the things that I started doing was in my questions, I would start to uncover the needs and the wants of each prospect. And I would note those wants and needs down. And I knew my product by now. I knew the benefits. I knew the features of my product. But I would set that list aside, okay? I would set that list aside. And if I wanted to get really internal with my clients and be a professional, I had to stop telling 
I literally have to stop talking about benefits. I had to stop telling them what the benefits are, what the features are. I had to eliminate that completely from my sales pitch. I don't even talk about it today. I had to delete the benefits from the script. I had to cross it out. I had to take a Sharpie, black it out. So I wasn't even tempted to talk about the bullet points, the features, the benefits, the results that they're going to be getting, specifically from a product. I didn't know what the needs were or the wants were of my product until I started asking. I had to start asking, okay? And then the marketing of others didn't matter. Like, I, it does not matter when you have specific experience. Like, when you can offer a better experience, especially as a legendary closer, as, a, as an individual influencer you're in your own right, as a sales professional, you can now control that experience, especially when it comes down sometimes to somebody who's just looking around, right? You get the person on the phone, hey, I'm just looking. Okay, fantastic. When you are able to ask more questions and align their needs and their wants to the vehicle that you're selling them, the product, the coaching, the training, the mastermind, because you know your details, you know what they are, if you can align the results based on the answers that they give you in those questions and you script on the fly, so to speak, and weave those answers into what? Into your script. You're going to start to build massive value, but aligned to them, tied to what they want, tied to what their needs are. Remember, wants are all of about emotion. Needs are the things that are going to need to get them there. One of the big things that I found out was that the product itself, the service itself, the coaching itself, the details, they're just tools. Like, they're like secondary. You don't even need to talk about them. Like now, today's day and age, I, you know, when I teach closers for the last 15 years, I've told them to like set aside the benefits, set aside, set aside the features, set aside the program details. Don't even talk about it at all to the very end until they're begging to buy from you, until they are on their hands and knees saying, look, I want in. What do I have to do? You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. A weak salesperson leads with their presentation. The strong salesperson waits to be asked. Take that to the bank. Take that to your sales manager. Take that to the guru that you're learning from. Probably laugh in your face. Probably say that John Ferguson's full of crap. That's fine. It's okay. When you learn to use this skill, that'll be the slap in their face. Trust me. I've been doing this for the last 15 years. The only time I deliver the features the benefits at the end of the day for a prospect looking to buy whatever it is we're selling is the very end. They have to earn the right. But what I do do is I get to enjoy the prospect talking about what their needs are, about what their wants are, what their desires are, and me being able to weave that in to the process, weave that in to what we're about to help them qualify to own. And when you do that, There'll come a time in your process. There'll come a time in the script, in the conversation that they've delivered so much to you that they're going to ask. They may say, so how do we get started? It sounds phenomenal that you guys can overcome all these things. You have asked me all the things that I need, all the things that I want. It seems that we're so aligned here. And at that point, you get those commitments and you can close. You share the details after they've committed to own what you are selling. At the end of the day, creating value has nothing to do with your product. At the end of the day, creating value 
it's not going to come from the features and benefits somebody else tells you your product is that you're selling, your service is that you're selling, your coaching is you're selling, even the marketing is saying. At the end of the day, the value that will close every single sale is the value that you weave from the direct needs and wants that they tell you. And a legendary closer knows that. A legendary closer listens for those clues, writes down and takes notes on those specific items. So they're telling you, hey, here's how to close me. Here's what I need. Here's what I want. This will make my heart flutter. This will get me to beg to buy from you. Anyways, guys, I hope that was a fantastic episode. I know there's a little bit of theatrics in there, but I got to tell you, when I learned this skill, when I started asking the right questions and I started to take out these needs and these wants, I was able to build such compelling value that clients begin to beg to buy from you and you're able to stop pitching. You do not have to pitch. You do not have to use objection handling tactics and you get to tell your prospect no until they earn it. It's a fun time. Anyways, guys, hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe. I love reading comments, so if you can, write your comments down. If you guys want to leave me a note, feel free to go over to Legendary Closer Radio and ask a question. If you got a question, put it out there. I will listen to your questions, and if we choose to put one on there, I will send you something rad. If you guys want to hang out with us in our Facebook group, go over to Facebook forward slash Legendary Closers, and we'll see you on the inside. Hey, what is up, legends? Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Really appreciate hanging out with you guys and being able to share what has changed my life so much and taking you guys on this journey of helping salespeople live legendary lives and have legendary income. You know what? There's a group of us that hang out each and every day on Facebook. And the group that we have is called Legendary Closers. If you want to head on over to Facebook and join us in more conversations like this, actually being able to work with and interact with closers just like yourself who are looking to level up their lifestyles and join the journey of getting better and becoming legendary, I want to give you an opportunity to get a free training from me just from joining the group. It's a training that we sold for over $5,000 when it first came out. Now we sell it consistently for $1,000, and I'm going to give it to you absolutely for free. And it's a training that we've created to help closers ask better questions in order to uncover the secrets behind why people buy, why individuals are buying from you. It'll absolutely get people to beg you to buy. They're going to beg to buy from you. I'm super excited to give this to you, and I want to give it to you when you join the Legendary Closers Facebook group on Facebook. So head on over to Facebook and join the conversation working with each and every one of those other closers that are also a part of the Legendary Closer family. 